Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, ending another month here in the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast, and ending a, another week with a Foodie Friday. Just before we started, I wanted to let you guys know that if you have any questions you want featured on the show, anything you want me to answer on this podcast, and share the information from your question with everyone else, so I'd answer it on the show, you just go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact. That's where you can ask some questions and have them be on the show. So I'll start basing more episodes around Q&A styles, even if they're you know small questions you might not think matter, just put them in there and I'll make some episodes out of the related ones that kind of a lot of people have uh, like a consensus on the questions that people seem to really want answered. Go do that. That's triplefpodcast.com slash contact. Just leave a quick question that mean a lot to me and it would really help me out coming up with content for the show. Um, that link is also in the description of this podcast if you just want to go there and uh, press it with your thumb on your phone or whatever you do. So go ahead and do that. Get your questions on the show. And thank you for joining me today on Friday, June 30 for episode 66 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz back with another episode of Foodie Friday today. Foodie Friday. And on Foodie Fridays, I talk about nutrition, diet, and food. But today, I am concluding Relationship Week. So I talked about relationship to your body on Monday, which was basically you know loving yourself as a motivation to get healthier instead of hating yourself or hating your body, coming making sure that comes from a place of respecting your body and caring for it. That was what I talked about Monday. Go check out that, episode 64. Episode 65, I talked about your relationship to exercise, using it as a tool to build healthy habits or a more healthy life because you love yourself instead of using exercise as a punishment or something that you know you're giving yourself you're basically just pounding yourself into the ground because of a mistake you made maybe in your nutrition or another area of your life. And this concept stays true with food and nutrition. That's what I'm talking about today, your relationship with food. It kind of, like the other ones, circles back and intertwines with the other two. So like the example I said on Wednesday, episode 65, that, uh, you know, think of this like a rope. All three of these are are little strings of twine and they're intertwining together to make a strong rope. You need to have all three to have the right strength um, in your relationship to different areas of your life. That's what I'm talking about today. Just want to say a quick thank you though before I start this show that uh, you know it's the last day of June right now. It's June 30, 2017, episode 66. Uh, and I've been doing this for almost three months. Um, I think it's been about three months now, and I want to just say a big thank you to you guys for the continued support and the continued growth. Everything you guys do, you know, you it's a short episode, and I always have a call to action at the beginning or a call to action at the end where I, you know, ask you to leave a question, triplefpodcast.com slash contact, leave a review on iTunes, 
um, share it with your friends and family, any of those things, that stuff is working. So thank you guys for taking action as I, you know, kind of nag you guys to do these different things. But thanks for that. It is the last day of June. And over these last three months, uh, the podcast has consistently grown up about a little over a thousand downloads growth every month. So from the beginning, uh, you know, the number of downloads increased the next month by over a thousand. And this month it's going to increase over a thousand as well. So thank you for the continued support and for helping the podcast grow. It's all on you guys. I can sit here talking and coming out with content all day, uh, but it's you guys who make it happen with your reviews, your sharing, and just your word of mouth. That is all very much appreciated. So I wanted to say thank you before I get into today's show. Your relationship to food, it is very common to have a bad one, okay? It's it's very common. It's kind of a hard thing to fix. I would say out of your three, your relationship to your body, your relationship to exercise, your relationship to food, your relationship to food is probably the most often messed up and it's the most hard to to just kind of fix because it's so common in today's society and it's very easy to fall into some of these traps. Uh, you know, it's easy to slip into yo-yo dieting or just constant dieting where you're in a calorie deficit or you're trying to lose weight, you know, for years. I've seen that so many times. And this can result in or it can even stem from a bad relationship to food. The whole loving yourself as a motivation, that is basically a mindset shift, right? It could stem from deeper psychological issues you might need addressed. However, really what it is is just shifting your mindset about why you're doing what you're doing. And then exercise is just forming good habits instead of bad ones and just stop punishing yourself. These are easy steps to take. And I laid out some of those steps in the last two shows. However, with food, it's a little more complex because food, you know, is related to psychology a lot and food is related to social times a lot. And that's really hard to counteract these different things that are so common in society. So I wanted to go over in today's show to kind of the same strat, the same structure as the other episodes, but I wanted to go a little deeper into the bad relationships to food that people have. I have four of them I wanted to go over, and then I'll give you like seven steps into building a good relationship to food, okay? So go through these four right here, and these four bad relationships to food are different things you can kind of diagnose yourself with by listening to the show, and then you can start taking the steps to build a good relationship. Number one, a bad relationship to food is using food as a comfort or coping strategy. You probably know, you know, the terms comfort food or stress eating. These are the different things I'm talking about. It's using food as something to comfort you in your other areas of life. This is making food directly relate to other areas that food can't control, right? Food is just that. It's just something you're putting in your body to give you energy it's to give you fuel. It's not something you can use to cope with something else, but so often it's used that way. It's used to cope with sadness, stress, even happiness can be negatively associated with food because maybe you're eating in an unhealthy or excessive way because of these different feelings, happiness, sadness, or stress, or, you know, anger, heartbreak, all these different things can be related to overeating, overconsuming, and just kind of you know, throwing your hands up and saying, I don't care, eating that pint of ice cream, whatever it is. So these are different areas of life that you sometimes relate food to when in reality, food is just a separate thing. You just, you know, put in your body for the fuel, you enjoy the tastes of it, 
but that's it, right? That's the hard place to get to. That's bad relationship number one, though, is using it as a comfort strategy, a coping strategy. Number two is having a lack of control around food in general. So this is basically stemming from not understanding the purpose of food and really not having enough discipline related to that purpose. So if you know you need a certain amount of fuel a day or you enjoy the taste of something and you want a taste of it, it's lacking the discipline to just have a taste or it's lacking the discipline to just eat enough to fuel your body or you know to eat till you're full and not stuffed, just satisfied, not like stuffed full. It's it's hard, right? Lack of control around food. It's common because, you know, people are pushing food on you when you're little and then it kind of just kind of builds on that and you just carry that into adulthood. It's habit-based though. So this is something, you know, you just kind of need to put some discipline into it and build good habits around how much food you eat and having more control. Great strategies for that is, you know, tracking your food and being aware of how much you're eating of everything. If you're aware of everything you're eating, it's going to be easier to control yourself because you kind of associate numbers to everything. I think that is a good way to do it. It's habit-based. It can also you know, result from poor food choices, high sugar processed foods, though they're not actually bad foods. Technically, it's going to make it a lot harder to control yourself and control the number of calories you're eating just because of the properties of these. They don't fill you up as much and they're way more addictive. So you need to be careful of the food choices if you have a problem controlling yourself around food. This lack of control, it can stem from addiction, uh, tendencies so if you're you know easily addicted to things uh, it can be an addiction to food where you just want to eat and eat and eat it can stem from even being a coping strategy so if you have another emotion that you're relating your food to it's easy to kind of cope just by eating and lack of control just kind of letting go and eating as much as you want to because you're coping with something else in your life these are kind of psychological issues that need to be addressed for this but these are areas that this can kind of stem from Number three, bad relationship to food, is the concept of good and bad foods. And this is actually probably the most common one out of these, out of all of these. Uh, it's, you know, it results, it can result in punishing yourself for bad foods, as I talked about before. If you have this concept of there's good foods and there's bad foods, there's, you know, good fats, bad fats, good carbs, bad carbs, it can kind of end up where if you eat the bad ones, one, you either just, you know, you mess up, so you just continue eating them and just binge, or you mess up and then you have to punish yourself through exercise. And this is kind of where they're intertwined, right? You hate yourself for doing what you did. That can be a negative relationship to your body. Or maybe you want to punish yourself through exercise and, you know, burn all those bad calories you ate, burn all those bad foods out, punish yourself for eating those. And, you know, these are different ways that the concept of good and bad foods can harm you in other areas. It's, being overly strict and that's really where the bad relationship comes from is that you're being too strict with the concept of food and nutrition and you're not thinking of it in really the black and white that it is you're by labeling things good and bad not only are you taking out the enjoyment of life in some areas so you know social experiences trying new foods um, enjoying certain things that taste good but you're also associating a negative relationship with certain foods or macronutrients. So it could be sugar, it could be carbs in general, it could be fat in general, it could be processed food, it could be you know fast food, these different things which technically are going to be hard 
to control, right? Because they're not technically good food choices. However, you need to be a little flexible and you need to have a good relationship with your food enough that you know, okay, I can eat this, but I need to, you know, track it. I need to make sure I'm aware of the macronutrients I'm eating, the calories I'm consuming, you know, but the food isn't necessarily bad. It's just maybe a little higher calorie or it's maybe a little harder to stop. These are different things that can help with this, but, you know, the media really spreads around good and bad foods, health and fitness, uh, you know, gurus commonly will refer to foods as bad. And this is just a mindset that's not going to result in anything good. It's going to result in a lack of consistency and a lack of flexibility, which is never good for your long-term success. Number four is not caring at all just not giving a hoot about nutrition or diet. And this can just come from a lack of education about food. It can come from a lack of education about nutrition, diet, just, you know, it doesn't matter, that kind of mindset. Or it can stem from a relationship to your body issue where, you know, you maybe don't love yourself and you don't want to take care of yourself to your maximum ability. Taking care of yourself because you're healthy, excuse me, Sorry about that. Taking care of yourself because you love yourself is a big step to building a good relationship to food because you just begin to care, right? You begin to care what you're putting in your body because you care about your body. And that's just huge for building a good relationship to food. So what are the steps you can take to build a good relationship to food? Well, number one is to eliminate the concept of good and bad foods. And this is what I just talked about, right? It's taking that whole mindset and shifting it. It's about starting to fit in the foods that you consider bad and trying to figure out how you can flexibly fit fit them into your diet and fix this relationship you have with good and bad foods, quote unquote. So you need to, first, it's a mindset shift, just accepting, you know, there are not good and bad foods. Does food choice matter? Yeah, it does, because you need to be able to control yourself and you need to get the right macronutrients and everything. However, it, allow yourself some flexibility, allow yourself some fun, and you know, let yourself enjoy some different foods. Um, this is just basically a habit, a discipline, and a mindset thing. Number two on how to build a good relationship to food is to practice the flexibility in your food intake. Practice makes perfect, and it's going to take a lot of time, right? You're going to have times where you are way off on your macros that you're tracking. There's going to be times that you're, you know, you're, uh, eat too much. You kind of fall off your diet, maybe. Maybe, you know, you eat way too much for how many calories you need, maybe eat too little, um, and then maybe you just make the wrong choices in your food intake. It's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of practice, and that's the name of the game, right? It's a journey. You need to enjoy that journey, but you know, in reality, it's not that big of a time that it's going to take to learn it in the whole scheme of things, but you need to learn it, and you need to practice it to be able to be flexible. So practice tracking. Practice fitting in different foods you like. Practice seeing you know, what foods kind of you can't eat together in the same day uh, to you know, hit these macronutrient numbers you have. So maybe you get a burger and fries for lunch, you know, it's it's going to be, it's going to take practice to realize that for dinner, you can't have high fat foods because you probably got almost all your fat in that burger and fries. Maybe you need more protein, lean protein, vegetables, that kind of thing. It's all about balance and practicing hitting that balance. Number three is to start small, make gradual changes. Okay. It's about 
starting in a place realizing you need to take steps to get there and then you start small so maybe you just start eating more vegetables that's step number one make gradual changes through time and enjoy that journey right enjoy each change you're making and helping yourself get better in this area so these gradual changes could look like uh, could look like just drinking more water adding in some more protein eliminating some processed foods um, just making better food choices in general as far as what's going to help you hit your calories and macronutrients and give you the micronutrients you need. These are just little changes you can make over time. Do it gradual. Don't jump all in all at once or it's going to be hard to sustain. And that's going to build a bad relationship to food where you're kind of yo-yo dieting and you know being really strict, really relaxed, really strict, really relaxed. Instead, start small and make gradual changes. Number four, is to think of food as a fuel source. This is one of my tips, and I might do an episode on this, but it's kind of a little trick that I like as far as a mindset thing goes. So if you're thinking of food as a fuel source instead of a comfort thing or a social thing, it's going to make it a lot easier to be able to control how much you're eating. So that's what food is, right? Calories are fuel, and carbs are fuel. Protein is used by your body to build it up. Fat is, you know, used for vitamin transport, hormone balance, these different things. And if you think of food as a fuel source, it's going to help you build a better relationship to it. It's going to kind of relate it to exercise in a good way. So you're going to see, you know, I'm going to exercise. I need some fuel. need to eat these foods that are going to give me good fuel for my body. And then, you know, if you are kind of lazy, you realize maybe I don't need as much fuel. And this is just a way to kind of control how much you're eating. This is relating food and exercise together and just making sure you're making these good choices based on how much you're moving and how much you need fuel. Number five is to not base social fun or certain feelings around food. This is just a mindset thing. This is kind of a, well, it is a physical thing you can do is if you are involved in social things, fun things, um, maybe just certain feelings like sadness, stress, instead of basing those around food, base them around something else. So instead of, you know, a big dinner with friends, maybe you all go do an activity. Or if you you know, want to have fun instead of going to get food when you do it, maybe go and get uh, some drinks or something instead of instead of putting certain feelings around food, like instead of when you're stressed, you know, automatically going to food instead, maybe exercise, maybe just relax, maybe do something else. And you're going to be able to, you know, find a hobby, base these different things around this, and you'll be able to eliminate that, uh, food as coping strategies or food as the center around things going to make it easier to control yourself in these situations. Number six is to not punish yourself if you go off track. Same thing with exercise. If you go off track and you eat way too much one day, don't punish yourself and starve yourself for the next three days. That's going to end up in some yo-yo dieting or constant dieting. Um, Instead, if you go off track, you eat too much, you eat something you shouldn't, you ignore your macronutrient goals. Instead, Instead of punishing yourself by starving yourself or being overly strict the next day, just start over, okay? And that goes into number seven, where you're going to do the best you can each day and take each day you know, as a single day at a time. Don't start piecing together everything and think, oh, you know, I've been bad this week. I'm going to just eat broccoli and chicken breast the rest of the week. That's not a good way to think about food. Food is fuel and you know, you need to have flex- some flexibility, realize it takes some practice and some discipline. 
do the best you can each day and avoid just punishing yourself for maybe some poor choices that you might have slipped up in making. Realize that's just making you better, right? If you realize you messed up, maybe that's going to help you build the discipline and habits you need to. But do the best every single day. That kind of applies to all areas of life, not just food. But this is a great strategy for your nutrition, just to hit everything you need to that day and you know, take each day at a time. Take the successes as successes, as wins, and take the days where maybe you didn't do what you needed to do as learning experiences. Foodie Friday. Thank you for joining me once again for a Foodie Friday episode today on the last day of June. And I want to take a minute here because guess what, guys? You did it. You helped me hit 40 reviews on iTunes. That was the goal for the last little bit. Um, It's hard to kind of get the reviews out of everyone because it takes a lot of effort to do it. If you haven't left a review, uh, go to your podcast app, search Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Click on the logo. You still have to search for it even if you're subscribed. But once you hit the logo, you can hit reviews and ratings and leave a rating and review. I want to thank you guys for leaving the reviews and for helping me hit 40. Those last three were great reviews, uh, so those definitely mean a lot. When you tell me like a descriptive review of what you think about the show, it really helps me improve it. It really helps, uh, really encourages me too to know that you're taking in what I'm putting out. And then also, you know, if you tell me what you if you tell me maybe how it helped your life or helped your different habits, that really encourages me to keep going and to keep coming out with good content. It is. As I promised, we hit 40. We are going to do a drawing for a free something, right? It's probably going to be a t-shirt if I can figure this out as far as getting some t-shirts in, um, but I don't want to put off this too long. So if it is a mini band, we'll do a drawing for a mini band or another workout tool as well. But I'm going to draw a name out of the, basically a hat of the new reviews that I got. So since last time, those people that left the reviews, first of all, won't be in this drawing. It's just going to be the ones that got it up to 40. And so you have a better chance if you you know, left the last uh, eight to 10 reviews, you're going to have a better chance of getting a prize this time. I'm going to do this drawing on Monday. So be sure you turn, tune in to episode 67 on Monday uh, where I will do this drawing. I'm going to draw one name and you'll get something free in the mail. I'm looking forward to that. Thank you guys again for supporting the show. Everything you do is making a difference. The podcast is growing and it's really helping encourage me. It's really cool to see some of the you know message I have in health and fitness to get out and in motivation and to see it help people's lives. That really means a lot to me. Thank you for the support. Thank you for tuning in to today's show for Foodie Friday. And we wrapped up relationship week. Hopefully you guys got a lot from this themed week where it's about your relationship to your body, food, and exercise. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. This is episode 66, and I'm signing off for the weekend. Hope you guys have a good little intro into July, and I'll see you on Monday, but we'll do the drawing and have a motivation Monday. See you guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.